I feel like the more I show them instead of waiting for them to tell me, yes. the more hands off they're like, oh, she's got it. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey there. I'm so glad to have you here on this podcast. So every Thursday, I release an interview from my Facebook live show where I talk to real people who are doing the work behind the scenes. I just love hearing how freelancers started online and grew their business. I find it so motivating because everyone has such a unique and different story. Last week, we had Tyler J. McCall on the show, and he started off by working at the YMCA, branching out to Instagram clients, and now has a seven-figure business teaching Instagram in what we call a scaled business. So go back and listen to episode number 10 if you missed it. Today, I have an interview with a unicorn from my own tribe. Carrie Peterson is one of my all-star students who I know is going places. She's multi-talented and shares her very vulnerable story about being letting go from her work at an agency and finding her way in this online world. She has a great advice for anybody who is new or anybody who has been working with clients already. We're going to talk about resumes, how she shares her social media content with her clients and to get it approved and all that, and how working for an agency was not all that it seems. So let's get started. So Carrie, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about, about your background, where you're from and how you, where you were before the crash course, where you were working. Yeah, for sure. So, hey, everybody, I'm Carrie Peterson. I live in central Kentucky, um, right outside of Lexington. And yeah, so I have been working actually at a digital marketing firm uh, locally for about a year and a half and went in to work when I really enjoyed, I I did all the social media and a lot of office stuff. So um, I had been working kind of in social media for, I guess, a couple of years and then had gone there. They had, we had mutual friends and they reached out, but I went in in September on a Monday morning and my along with a handful of others had been eliminated. So they decided to move in a different way. I came home with uh, kind of my mind mad and my heart hurt, which I'm sure we've all dealt with at some point. But I just really took some time and I wasn't real sure. I kept, I was struggling knowing exactly what I wanted to do. I really enjoyed the social media and and doing some of that because it's creative and analytical which kind of feeds both sides of my brain. So I took some time to kind of lick my wounds a little bit, figure out what I wanted to do. And then I was introduced to Emily and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I just go back to what I love to do and let me sharpen some of those skills. Let me expand some of my skills and what I can offer and really take control of my business and my work and my passions and create something of my own. And so it was a great kind of band-aid really to kind of nurse me from maybe this isn't what I want to do ever again to know <laughs> this is really what I like to do and I can be a help for someone else. 
So what were you doing before you started working with the agency? Yeah. So I was doing some social media from home. I had a handful of clients, just friends and that sort of thing that had either their own businesses. Um, I had done some work, like I'll, I was creating um, like a month's worth of posts and things like that. My heart was beat was for some small churches to be able get that they can't have communications directors. So I was putting that together and saying, Hey, do y'all want this for this much a month? And they were like, yeah, that's great. So, um, yeah, just kind of finagling it and, and, but had a very small pigeonhole as to what really it could have been. I don't even know if I knew what it could have been at that point. Yeah. So do you have, what is your education in? So I actually was in college. I, in home economics, I wanted to be a teacher. And it's so funny because my college advisor said, Oh, you want to be a mom. And I was like, well, no, I really want. And they're like, she was so sweet. She was like, no. So I had been home. Son is 22 and I quit working outside of the home um, about six weeks before he was born. So I had really been out in the workforce in a couple of decades. It sounds crazy. That's amazing. So yeah. how did you jump into social media after being at home with your son? Do you have more than one kid? Yes, I have two. Two, that's um, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, 17 and 22 at this point. So, oh my God, that's uh, so inspiring. There's so many ladies here who haven't worked in about a decade and they want to get kickstarted and they're just feeling not so confident about things. And yeah. your story is amazing because you went from being like a home ec teacher were you actually uh-huh. did do you work as a teacher no okay Mm-mm. okay but nope. you went from that education yes. to right social media years later <laughs> how, how did that happen yes. I just loved it I love connecting with people I love connecting people um and and so and I just found that, that people kept saying I love watching you on Facebook or I love watching and I just like making people laugh and smile and and connecting. And then I kind of thought, you know what? It's really no different helping someone else do that with a product or a service. And that's kind of how it started. It was very organic. I had friends in direct sales and and MLMs and that sort of thing. And they're like, we just need help creating things. And so the first thing I did was I jumped into Canva and I was like, I'm going to learn everything there is to know about this and just let that kind of be what separates me out awesome. is I just took this little piece and thought, okay, this is where I start. And that's really how it began. So what year was this when you started doing social media and playing? With- um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Probably 2015, 2016. Okay. I I feel like Canva isn't that old, but then I think back on it uh, and I guess I was using it in 15 when my daughter was born. So yeah, it's been around for anyone who doesn't know Canva is a free and there's a paid option too, but uh, what do we call it? Like a design application software lets you do all kinds of designs. It's getting more and more intuitive. It can help do gifts now and little tiny videos, but we mainly use it for design. So we don't have to use Photoshop and it is amazing. So you were the adapter of Canva. That's what I'm going to call you anyway. So were your first initial people paying you? Were they paid clients or was it just fun work? Most of them were 
half and half. Like one okay. of my girlfriends cleans houses. That is her business. Mm-hmm. And so I took her on and I said, I'll barter with you. And that worked great. So I got my house cleaned twice a month and um, she got 30 social media posts. Oh my so God. That is a win-win. All right. Uh-huh. I'm going to call out Whitney right now. Whitney is always talking about getting a house cleaner. And I'm thinking this is a way to do it. This would be a service worth trading. <laughs> yes. For yeah. sure. I could sit at my bed for a couple hours, knock that out. She was ecstatic. I was happy. And I didn't have to clean my house. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. totally worth it. Um, so yes, where my daughter takes dance class, I went to the dance teacher and I said, I really getting started. I need some clients that will just kind of help me build that resume. So, you know, I will do this for you. And, you know, at a very reduced, like a hundred bucks a month, but I could again, hand her all of those posts and make a little bit of money, but have that on my resume and have some things that people could see that I'm really publishing and doing. I like that you did a discounted and you didn't do it for free. And if you caught the interview with Shanti on Tuesday, she talked about how the clients who get stuff for free probably almost tend to treat you the worst or be the most nitpicky. So when you you put a little skin in the game, uh, it helps up that level of your, you know, clients involvement and, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say there, but I like that. And I like that you you don't become resentful because you're not doing it for free. You are doing it for some money. So that trade really helps with your, your confidence and your esteem. No, they need to know that you're bringing some, something to it. That, you know, I'm not at home. Just, it's so fun. It's so cute. Like it is work and it is mental work and it, you know what I mean? And and it's a design skill. And I just wanted them to know I'm not doing this. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like I'm going to make a cute wreath and hang it on your door. I am giving you something that is tangible and, and really business building. And that is worth something. And so that made them feel like, oh, Carrie knows what she's talking about. I'm going to invest in this. And that's a win for them and for you. Because it made me feel like, yes, I am bringing something of value to the table. I think back on this time where we were stationed in uh, Quantico for 10 months and I didn't have a job. I was substitute teaching. I did a little video production for this TV company, but I thought, oh, I'm going to teach myself illustrator. So I got it out. I worked through a couple lessons and then I just stopped. But if you had given me a client with a purpose and a project and a deadline, I would have done it. I would have made a better use of those 10 months. I never did learn illustrator. Like I know like teeny tiny bit, but like I suck at it. So I encourage you all to do what Carrie did. And this is what I teach is to find the local businesses, get your name out there, talk about what you do, do the discounted services and get the experience because it builds a portfolio and you're more likely to do the work. (laughs) You won't be like Emily on Illustrator (laughs) doing nothing. Just being like, I don't want it. Yeah. 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 And find those things, find a couple of things that you really, you know, I found that I really enjoyed Canva. I didn't go in going, okay. And and I think that is something that's why I needed to jump into the program is because I needed to expand. But even after I could expand that, 
I need it still. Find the one thing that you really like or that you're really good at or put all your intentions in there and then start building some puzzle pieces into that to really make it more well-rounded. Yes. Yeah. Like give me a specific example. So once you got in with a client, like what did you start doing after that? So, um, yeah. So then I, so back in the fall, uh, so I just really delved into Facebook and Instagram really started researching ad lingo what's good about ads, how to tailor the audience and really del- you know, pinpoint who their ideal client is and how to reach them on social media. That was kind of my next obvious step because I was doing so much posting and engaging and that sort of thing. Yeah. And then once I went to work at the agency, I got to learn a little bit more about website and SEO and and those sorts of things, which was great. I didn't do that exclusively, but I learned and listened and and that sort of thing, which was really a benefit to know. But it's nothing that that I don't want people to think that that year and a half at the agency is what got me here because it wasn't. Yeah, it just wasn't. I, I don't want people to think, oh, well, I haven't worked in that. I that was a very. Um, it's a whole nother podcast. If you if you want to know more about message me because it was a uh it was a a tv show for sure but it just that wasn't the pivot point for me really um the pivot point for me was taking ownership and responsibility of me and my business and what i know i could offer someone and saying okay now how can i do this and i think that's when i started researching and i found you which was the next, that was really the pivot point for me. So I think whoever is out there and who is taking this course, you've already made that step. You've already made that pivot step of, I can take ownership of me, my business and my income. And this is how I'm going to do it. Yes. And you came to the course with some background, some experience, which is amazing, but you still had to put all of the pieces together to be, I don't know, to really get the big picture of that. So you got through, how did you find me by the way? Did you take, you were in my webinar, right? Yes. Yeah. I think it must've been a Facebook ad. I was trying to think last night and I honestly, I think it must've been a Facebook ad. Yeah. I can't you remember. Thought, you thought during the webinar because we had our one-on-one consultation. Yes. I remember that very well. And, um, so after we had That's our right. one consultation, did you have any clients mm-hmm. at the time? You were still trying to remind me what happened there. You were still trying to figure out where. Yeah, I think I was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I did. When we had our one-on-one, no. I didn't have any clients. I remember thinking you were one of those stories where we had our one-on-one and the next thing I know, like you have a client, like that <laughs> to be the pattern. So did you know, like when you walked away from the crash course, like what did you what did you really walk away with? Like, what was your big aha moment and what you wanted to do with your business? Yeah, I think my big aha moment was this is, I, I was putting it in such a, um, okay, so I, I'm kind of a word image girl. So I think a couple of years ago, I really had it like I was running a preschool. And all of a sudden, after the crash course, I thought, I am offering college level courses. Is that silly? I mean, that makes sense to me, right? Like I was kind of playing with it before. And then all of a sudden I thought, no, this is real life right here. This is something that has value. There are 
people out there looking for this way beyond my little scope. And I'm going to be the best VA I can be, the unicorn, to find those clients. All of a sudden, that was the big mental shift, I think, for me, is playing with it. And, oh, I have my own business and it's cute to, I have a company of one, but I am running it that way. Yeah. That was a huge shift for me. Yeah. It is, it is serving value and it is much needed. And it's like this whole self-worth mindset thing when you're like, this is something people pay money for. Like this does not come natural to everyone and you get to own it. And yes, it's not a hobby. Just because it comes natural. No. <laughs> right, right. And I think that's what we, we were to always taught. You know, people say all the time, oh, I got to go to work or it's my job. And so we kind of feel like there are, and there's days that are hard. It's true with anything. But I think all of a sudden when you really realize I can do this, enjoy it, and it be my job, that's gold. Like that is just the kickoff yeah. point. That is where we, that's where we really shine. So I, I haven't told you this, but I had some one of my mastermind friends look at my webinar because my last round of webinars did not do amazing. And that, that was fine. And she looked at it and she said, I can already tell you're too happy about it. <laughs> She's like, you are making this be too fun. You need to focus on people's pain points. And I'm like, I can't do that. You know, uh-huh. to me, yeah. this is... I mean, if you really are in dire need of a job, you will find any old job. Like this is a job for somebody who does want to have job satisfaction and ownership. And there is fun in it. I can't help it. That's right. I can't be like, you know, focused on everyone's pain. I'm like, this just doesn't feel right. But anyway, I thought that was a funny thing. This is like marketing 101. And I'm like, I can't can't twist the knife. (laughs) And it is fun. I wake up Monday morning so excited to work and on my clients' work and on my own business. It is like given me such new passion and such new drive. It's like I love it so much more than any of my other little side hustles that I tried to do as hobbies. <laughs> yes, for sure. And I think that's when I left the agency. Like I just kind of thought that was my turning point. Is it doesn't have to be like that. Yes, they burned me, but that it. it this, what I like has nothing to do with that. Um, it really has to do with my passion, what I want to do. And yeah, I'm like you and the flexibility that is key for me. My son normally is a GA at LSU. He's a graduate assistant in athletics. And so we like to be able to go to Baton Rouge and go to a football game or go to a baseball game. Um, and, and that sort of thing. And I don't want to have to take vacation days to do that. So I just take my laptop and, you know, and and my daughter will be graduating next year and going off to college. And so we want to be able to do some things. And so really that flexibility, I love being able to work 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., just like 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., right? As long as that gets done, that works for me. So I love that. That's probably one of the best things that for people watching, you know, that flexibility is huge. So is thing that is that is your pivot point to go, yes, I can do this. You know, like, and especially right now, if you're, if you're homeschooling and doing all that sort of thing, you can still do this. And what a win, what a win. Yeah. You might have to dial it down. You won't be, you know, doing 10 hours a day during these times. But if I was really motivated, I could wake up early. (laughs) Uh 
a little bit more uh, structured in my school days and have, you know, quiet time. Usually I try to work in the afternoons right now, but what I wanted to tell you, my pivot point was we moved before we had kids. We moved to Oklahoma. I hadn't worked in a while and I was so excited. I get my dream job and it was a PR job. It was like my second, second tier dream job but I couldn't believe I got hired. I'm the military wife and I get 10 days of leave a year. And my parents are in Texas. My grandmother's is not doing well. I want to like, we just came from Europe. Like I want to go play with my husband right. and kids. And I was so stressed. How do I use those 10 days? Do I go visit family? Do I take a day off to like do stuff to the house? Like it was so stressful knowing that this job and the people I were working for did not have my back long-term, which they ended up kind of hosing me. That's a whole nother story too. But in the end, I'm like, I know I'm moving and this is not my forever job. So why like 10 days? What am I going to do with that? So that, that made me realize right then and there, like I have the entrepreneurial spirit and I'm a hard worker, but I do not want to be tied to a desk and somebody else telling me what to do. So, okay. So tell me how that was my little, my little soapbox. I love that. I love it. Tell me about your, um, first client that you got after you took the crash course. Yeah. And what did you do for him? Tell us like walk everybody through that first client. Sure. So I started, um, actually looking at a lot of boards and a lot of job ops that you Offer and you know if you go into like Amy Porterfield's groups and it and not the ones I, I didn't pay for those things but just started really looking um and so quickly people are looking people need help and they are so hungry for that and so um I reached out sent a couple of I think both of them maybe had emails. And so I just typed up an email and said, Hey, I'm really, if I could find them, if, if I could find their business on Facebook, I sent a video message. And I think that's really important. Somehow I feel better when like you seeing my face and hearing my voice, I think I come across a little better than maybe on paper um, because I'm different. I, I don't have, hi, here's my degree and years of, you know, and and then that sort of thing. But if I kind of befriend them, I think that works well. So I did. I reached out and um, talked to a couple of people, um, had a couple of other pretty quickly. I think I had five uh, Zoom interviews just within a couple weeks. And so one person, it was right around the holidays. And so she was like, oh, I'll get right back with you. I emailed a couple times. She just faded, which happens. Yeah. Right. Some people just aren't built to run their own business. I kind of feel like she was not one of those. So, and then, uh, but pretty quickly, two other small businesses, um, they were kind of like gift shops, which I kind of liked that they were similar because I could kind of get into that lane. We signed and, and we did a three month. I, I don't really do a lot of contract stuff just because I don't people to feel like they're in for a year. I don't want to be tied to them. You know what? And one of them, she, bless her heart, she can open a Google folder. And I was just kind of like, I, I can do your social media. I can't create a business for you. That's not my job. And if so, we're going to have to up the, the, the per hour rate. Yes. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so very quickly I kind of brought them on and I just kept looking like, okay, well, this is this many hours a week. 
I really want this many hours a week. So I kept looking and, and having these Zoom calls and sending little, you know, messages on Facebook, like video messages and, and that sort of thing. And then I put together, I think one thing that I put in the group, I did it, have a Google folder and it just has some um, ads like images and ads and things like that, that I've put together either for clients or I've just made up. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. that's okay too. Yeah. Um, and, and just so they can see the design, they don't care what it says. They want to know that you can do what you've said you can do. Right. So I put all of that together. And um, so all there's probably 10 or 12 images in that folder and a copy of a resume. And then like a letter that just kind of talks about me and what I offer. That's awesome. So that was real easy to send out. So yeah, people are easy to send out. Did you send out a re resume? I think it's in the folder, but I don't always include that because I don't think it tells very much. And yeah. the more I read about resumes, the less, I mean, it is, so this is totally free advice. Resumes are becoming very outdated and your resume is not like it was when I first built mine a few years ago, they really want SEO for resumes. Think of your resume as an SEO piece. And so what are five, if somebody searched for five keywords, would you show up? And that's really what it's about. And so I kind of created this new resume and it's just bullet points. Here's what I love. Here's who I am. Here's what I offer. And Good. that's all there is. I like because it. the rest of it doesn't matter. I totally agree with you. I don't think I have ever sent out a resume and you know this, but I just do a quick little spiel about what I do, who I've worked with, what I'm capable of. And I just kind of put the ball back on their plate. But I love the fact that you are linking to a Google Drive folder, which houses your portfolio. That's that's exactly yeah. what you should do. If you don't have material in there, make it up, find a friend's business and just design something. Don't even tell them that you're doing it if you don't want to. If you want to get paid for it, approach <laughs> like Gary did. Yeah. We'll try if you're going to do it. I've done things where I was designing a, a fake podcast mock-up and I happened to just grab this one girl's folder and then I just sent it to her. I'm like, look, I did this. <laughs> like it's a little bit stocky, but I did this for my own good here. You can have it. And it, it didn't result in any jobs. That's not why I was doing it. But I, if I were more strategic, I would be doing that for jobs too. Yeah. So I think that resumes, like you said, they need to focus on what you know and what you can do and how you can really help the business owner and you can tailor it for each business. You don't have to have it be so generic. You might want to go in there and shuffle things around depending on the job you're applying for. So think about that too, everybody. So um, what were you first doing for these first couple of clients? Because they were small potatoes. What, exactly what I teach, like get your foot in the door, just get experience. Although you already had some, what kind of tasks were you doing right away? I was doing uh, blog posts, but posting those, getting images together, those sorts of things. And then there's social media. So I was creating a calendar, creating the, so I would just send them a Google, again, a Google folder, and it would have like 30 posts in it for the month. And then there would be a document and it would be one through 30. That's, this is just, it's so simple how I do it. And then, okay, so picture number one, this is the text. 
bless you. Thank you. Picture two, this is the text. Picture three, this is the text. Okay. Um, and then at the bottom, I just put all of the hashtags that I'm going to use and links because I always link back to their business mm -hmm. in post. So you want to link, like if, if they can shop online, you want them to look at that post to be able to go right there, not to their profile and then to the thing. So I put all of that in that document and then it's it's really easy for me. So when I go in and schedule it, I just cut and paste, cut and paste, cut and paste. So awesome. that's exactly what I was doing. And actually for them, I was doing a per month charge. So if you want me to do okay. two platforms and a uh, the blog post, it was this much a month. If you want just this, it's this much a month. Um, that was easier for them. It was easy for them. It was easy for me. Yeah. That worked out great. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by my very own GIF and sticker making workshop. Turn your clients' videos into GIFs, design branded stickers for Instagram stories, and master the art of making your own GIF for promo emails. This is fun unicorn magic that we can do behind the scenes easily for our clients. The workshop is one hour, just $17.99. The link is in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash GIF workshop. That's G-I-F workshop. Back to the show. Things like that that are can be per project are things that are regular and consistent. And I feel like if you don't have to involve the client as much and there's less go back and forth, it's easier to charge a project or a estimate. Sometimes I coach hourly. I mainly teach hourly because if you're working on a sales funnel, there's like so many parts and you never know with a client, like how, how, if they have their act together, <laughs> how much you're yeah. going to end up writing. So with blogging, with the social media posts, that is a very, um, what am I trying to say? Um, the word for a lot of people do it. Help me out. I'm not uh, over here. Common, common. I mean, it's <laughs> common practice. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. Guys, we're so, so tired. <laughs> It's yeah. a quarantine brain. Yeah. yeah. It's just a real common practice. Yeah. And like what I, because I knew starting out, if I could have this much every two weeks, that's a great place to start. And so I had my one client I did from the beginning of the month to the end. The other I did from the 15th to the 15th. Perfect. So I knew every two weeks I was going to have this much money. And that that's where sometimes that's just how you have to start. Yeah. Is I need this. And that worked out great for me. Did you ever find that that took longer than you thought? Yes. I mean, and I was very clear, you know, we can, they can change. Uh, one client would change up her business model a lot and then she was doing classes and then she didn't. And then nothing was ever, that just became like what you're saying, just way more time than really what it needed to. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I would just kind of be like, okay, you have two, two, um, rounds to change things. And then it's going to be an additional charge for every change. You know, like I was pretty protective because um, I knew that there were bigger fish out there, and but these were going to get me through having, but being able to tell that small potatoes, set those boundaries with small potatoes clients really helps you gain that starch in your spine for those bigger clients yes. to go, you're not going to own me forever. You know what I mean? Like, let's be clear. Let's set those boundaries. So those are really great tools that I used and, and it was fine. They under, you know, I just came across as a well-versed, well-coordinated business person. They don't care. I mean, I don't, I'm not 
they're not hiring me to be their friend. They're hiring me to do this work. Yeah. Yeah. And you do have to keep them in line with that. I do have some very fickle clients who one minute their priority is YouTube and the next minute it's a class that's never going to happen. And you have to guard your time because if you, if you let this little client suck it all up, you'll never have room to find the bigger and better and higher ticket clients. So real quick, Karen has a question. How are you getting the photos and are you the one writing the social media post? How does that work? Yes. So if they have a product, I have them email or text me or put in a Google folder images. And then I just layer those. I upload all those into Canva and play with them and do different things. If they do not have images, like if it's more of a service or you're still going to have to use stock. So um, Canva just gets better and better. Like they just keep adding. But I also use Unsplash a lot. Um, is free copy and um, you know open images but you can easily find a lot of different things there which is great yeah. so i just go and and find and then i do write the text just because i know when i look at that image i know what i was saying in it and so i don't want the client to have to go well, wonder what this is supposed to mean or what does this convey? Or so I just go ahead and write all the text and send that in a document with the images and then I schedule and post it all. So you have the the caption, the post here on the Google Doc and the photo right by it, like side by side? No, I have like the 30 images in the folder, and then the last thing in the folder is a doc. Okay. That has like one through three. Okay. And then she has an opportunity to go through there and approve it for you. Correct. Yes. Okay. Do you ever have clients like not even bother? Yes. <laughs> because and you and those are my favorite. They're like, <laughs> we love it. And I'm like, yes, that's the right answer. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the one that's you know, I had one that she was so picky about colors, like mm. she's like never ever is pink. And I was just kind of like, well, it's February. So hi, you may not like pink, but all of your clients know it's February and it's Valentine's and we might need to use some pink. Like I'm just not fighting this battle about pink. Like this is crazy. And so we, um, but you know, I finally ended up if they aren't well branded and this might be a whole nother conversation, but if they're not well branded, I make them that way. I will send them here the palette of five colors that I think you like. And then everything comes through that lens. Yeah. I okay. might throw in another color or two, but it, you know, if, if they haven't already narrowed that down, I help them narrow that down. If, if they don't have, you know, if they don't have uh, text font names narrowed down, well, let's get two of those done so that then everything I do for them I know I can use this and they're going to approve it because I want it easy for them and for me because it's less time that I'm using of that of that money to do those things. And sometimes that's all it is. It's a color or a font. Well, that's ridiculous. We're not going to play. So that's one of the first things I do to kind of set up their business when they first come to me. That's good. I have a lot of clients that I've been working with and <clears throat> excuse me, so avoid everything looking the same, especially on Pinterest. I do, I, I have went ahead and picked my own fonts for them. Sometimes I don't even ask them. Sometimes I do ask them. It just depends on the yeah. client. 
that way every client has their own little like look inside my Canva. And it kind of helps me keep fresh too, because if I'm doing like 28 pins, like they can all start to look really similar. And you do need it to be a little bit different, a little bit more interesting, have that pattern interrupt. But you you can, as a unicorn VA, you will find you have to take control sometimes. You are way more than just the admin view. You're just going to have to make some executive decisions and own it. And then sometimes they'll come back to you like, oh, I don't actually like that because they hadn't thought of it yet. So you're forcing them to think about things. But uh, Yeah, which is great. I mean, that's what you're there for. That's what will set you apart is you don't just give, you don't, you don't just do what's handed to you. You're showing them how much more you can offer. Yes. And that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how you get more work if you want to with the client. You can decide if you want more work. You can come to them with more suggestions. They'll start to trust you and open up to you and include you in launches and future plans. And the next thing you know, you are on their team as usually not full telling like a the main right. contractor. <laughs> right. Or or they'll tell their friends or they'll tell people in other groups like, oh, I hired this girl. She does this for me. Great. You know, share my information and that works out great. And so that's when, and, and with these, you know, you learn and you grow. And then that's when I just kept looking because I knew I wanted to have more hours. And that's when I found, you know, next client. Okay. Let's talk about next client. First yeah. of all, let me answer Debbie's question really quick. Debbie, yeah. your stock photos unsplash. There's be out there if you just Google free stock photos, but um, Canva now has free stock photos inside the Canva Pro. I also use um, Pixels, Hot Stock. I pay for Hot Stock. I just recently did that and I'm loving it, but you can find stock photos free. So just, I might even have a blog post about it, but anyway, okay, let's go to, this is what Carrie has called her golden ring client. So you've heard her talk about the like small potatoes and some of the stress factors. They serve their purpose. It is fun. I love helping the small business owners, but at some point you want larger chunks of time. You want to be paid more. You want more consistent time and you want to work with a business owner who has their stuff together. (laughs) So take, tell us about your golden ring client. So, um, I, and I wish, again, I wish I would have remembered, I think you might have found her Mm -hmm. um, in a group Mm -hmm. and said, Hey, I don't know this. She really, so this client had really put out these things that she wanted. And even in her job description, she said, I'm looking for a unicorn. Do you remember? Yeah. I'm looking for a unicorn. And we were like, whoa. And so, and I think she asked for a video. Um, So I recorded a little video. I sent it off to her thinking I did a little research on this person. And I thought, well, I have nothing to lose. Yeah. The thing you all, you have nothing to lose by applying for everything. And so um, she sent me a message back and she's like, oh my gosh, I feel like they're, you know, let's meet on Zoom. So we did. Um, We talked for probably 45 minutes, which was supposed to be just a hello. And we just really connected. Um, She is a doctor. She is a therapist and a psychologist, and she is just really wanting to change from going from inside the office to more of an online coaching. Um, You can't do therapy out of state, but really 
working with people with anxiety and depression and body image issues and those sorts of things, which was, it sounds like, yeah, duh, right now, but like three months ago, this was huge because we didn't know all this was going to happen. Um, so really with the quarantine, we have ramped up because we know people are home. We know people are dealing with a lot of anxiety. Impression. And so we have just been almost turning, you know, this idea into a company just over the past three weeks. It's been wild and wooly, but um, Dr. Aris is awesome. Look for her on Facebook. And then we've created Facebook, which is the online community and business. But because we're going to face it, we're going to face our anxiety, we're going to face our fear. We're going to face whatever people are facing. And um, it's been amazing. So I'm pretty much working at least 40 hours for them. I think a couple of weeks ago we had a 50 hour week cause we were all in and, yeah, and we do. Yeah. It's crazy. We do, um, five hour zoom calls cause we're just in the mindset we're creating and building and doing things. And that just really opened the doors to a ton of things. I'm all into convert kit and Kajabi and all of these other things. And if I don't know how to do it, I just Google it or I ask the help desk and figure it out. And we are building, I mean, truly building, I'm building a company from this, Hey, I can help with, I think things you're looking for. And now we're helping, I'm helping to build a company. It is crazy. We're we're out of control. I kind of want to find her. I might try to see if I can find her job posting and see if I can share it in the this thread. I think that would be really interesting. I think it would be really interesting if you could find your first message to her, if you would be willing will. to share that. I think that I will. Awesome. So, okay, let's, let's put it out on the table. Why were you afraid to approach this client? Like get us into your headspace with that one. Cause we had other people who wanted to apply too. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, okay, just mainly because of who she is. So she had a show on Bravo Um, I'm a big trash TV girl, so I know all the Bravo shows. Um, So she had a show on Bravo. She's been on Dr. Drew. She's been on Today's Show. They live in Calabasas. Um, I live in Lexington. Like, you just, if you've looked at us, we're we're like, she and I laugh all the time because we just look like we're on two total ends of the spectrum. But we just have very common language and personality. And, and she's just like, I feel like your family. Like I feel weird on days that we don't talk or text and that, which is very few. And I'm like, I know, um, but I just really felt like she is looking for somebody, not me. Like, I, I don't know what I thought. Um, maybe she was, it's just intimidating. Um, but again, I had nothing to lose. Yeah. And if she said, no, that's okay. I, I can hear no, yeah. um, but it was worth it. But it was just very intimidating because of this. Her because, status. Yeah. Yes. Her, yes. Her, uh, what am I trying to say? Like her celebrity. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing. Here's what I learned. I can't put my resume up next to hers. That's not what this is about. Mm-mm. It's not, it's not. And I think we do that all the time. Yeah. We try, we go, oh, she would never go for somebody or they or he or whoever would never go for somebody like me. And it's simply untrue. We don't yeah. know really what they're looking for. And you are doing this to be that perfect 
person for a business or a company and you don't know until you try it. I mean, that's what you just have to keep doing. And it has been, I mean, we have exchanged birthday presents, like our kid. It's so funny. Like, you know, her, she has a small son and he'll come in and he'll be like, is Carrie on Zoom? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, hey. Yeah. And it's just really, um, it's really amazing. And I am so thankful. Yeah. We'll have to look for those first posts because yeah. why I thought for a minute this, I should just do that. Um, and I think I even messaged you and I'm like, am I crazy? And you were like, no, why not? Yeah. And I knew, I knew that this is just be, you know, and it, and it helps because when you have some of those clients that make you want to pull your hair out, first of all, you don't have to keep them forever. You just don't open up some time because had I had 40 hours of these smaller clients, I wouldn't have even applied, but yep. being able to have that margin and that flexibility to be able to say, this is really what I want. I really want to go all in with someone. I want to be able to be their go-to girl. You know, it makes my heart happy when she and I are on a Zoom call with somebody else. And she's like, this is Carrie. I can't live without her. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. what melts my butter. Like, that's what I love. I like that too. I like to have less context switching. You know, when you have too many clients and you're balancing that out and a lot of them think, oh, well, she's on call for me all the time. But you, you have, you've narrowed yourself down because you got the good client here. Now, um, back to this, we know what she wanted. This is my little yes. soapbox. She wanted a unicorn. Right. So many business owners out there just need somebody who gets it and helps them. It is hard to find us. I am building my whole online business off of this principle because it is true. They want somebody who understands how all of this online formula stuff comes together and helps them get online and make money. And even somebody with a Bravo TV show right? you would think she's connected didn't know those people. We right. are this like just like this treasure because we have, we are able to implement. We're not some high level project manager who doesn't actually do the work. We implement, we know the strategies, we know the tactics, we get it. And those people are hard to find. And so you got in my network. I shared the job posting. I was so yeah. excited about it. And I, um, I think I might've, I kind of want to say I messaged you on the side and I'm like, go for this one. Uh-huh. But um, I'm so glad you didn't let that stop you. Yeah. We no. also had a Emmy winner, makeup artist. I posted her job op in my group and I just thought like, this is crazy. So for anyone watching, I do post all of our job uh, opportunities to our crash course students. And I also post them first to my work group students. But I was like, what's happening here? I got a Bravo TV show client. Yeah. We have uh, the lady who worked on Jurassic Park wants a VA. Like, this is crazy. But these are all people, they're not out of our league. They're struggling. They got their talent and they know their thing in their area, but they do not know digital marketing. They do not know how to set up lead magnets and emails and what they should post on social media. Like, they don't know that. They're trusting. Right. So that was my soapbox about unicorns. Like, no, I love it. And I think that's why it was so, um, and, and, and again, like me working at the digital marketing agency had nothing to do with that. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't want people to hear that and get stuck on that yeah. because that was really for her that really had nothing to do with it. And there are times that I just kind of go, you know, this is who I am. And they're like, well, what do you think? And I'll say, you know, we have this good working relationship. Now, some of these, like, I still have a couple of online stores or that sort of thing. And I like to do that, but it's different to feel like, um, you know, because they're more hands-off and these people are more hands-on, but it's what you like. So, you know what I mean? If if you want five hands-off clients, that's great. Do you, sis? But if you really want to invest and and go all in, then do that too. There's no wrong answer, but it's just about continuing to keep looking and reaching out and, and connecting. And it has been like, I just kind of pinched myself going, I am so thankful, you know, like this is such a great fit and, and it's just feels good. And I just, you know, I would just shout it because going through, you know, look, hold on this. Can you see Like this was my binder. Oh my goodness. What's in there? The program. Oh, my program. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like I am such a nerd, but like, I love office supplies. And so, you know, that was really just reigniting that passion and feeling like, and I think just hearing that, yes, people are out there looking. Because I think sometimes we look at our little bubble. Well, who do I know that might want this? Well, no. Like, I have client, this is in Calabasas, California. One of my online stores is in North Carolina. One of, you know what I mean? Like, there's a client in, in, Pennsylvania that I just do some image work for, like they're everywhere. And so look bigger. I'm so thankful that I looked bigger and I was encouraged to look bigger and I was supported in looking bigger and, and that sort of thing. It's, it's been amazing. I think all of us deal with this self-doubt and wondering if we are good enough or if we know enough. I mean, Mm -hmm. I struggle with that myself and I've been in the business for a while and a course, and I'm not just saying just my course, but almost any course will give you that confidence. Like whether it's like, oh, I did know how to do this. I can do this. Or if it's just brushing up on your skills, or if it's teaching you something mind blowing and new, and then you feel that more confident because you discovered it and you know it and you added it to your skills. This is the power of investing in your education because it does build your confidence. And it doesn't always have to be a paid course. Everything you can find out there free. Just like Carrie said, she's figuring out Kajabi. She's figuring out ConvertKit. You understand the basics of what they're trying to do. And then you go figure out like logistical, technical things. Yes. (laughs) I say all the time, I am help desk job security. Like (laughs) I am the person that is going to keep that person at that help desk in a job because I'm always going to just ask if I don't know or if I can't see, or if I can't figure it out, I will always say, Hey, that's what they're there for. And so I don't have to know. And I tell, you know, I tell Eris and Clayton all the time, I don't know, but I'll figure it out. And they go, okay, because they don't know either. They don't know either. They just want you to do it. They just want you to do it. They're hiring you because you're going to figure it out and you're resourceful. And by the way, help desks are my best friend. And I used to be like embarrassed if I was like, Oh, they're going to send a copy of that over to the the client's email, you know, and like, oh, yeah. nah, whatever. I just saved them time. I didn't spend five hours trying to figure it out myself. I'm like, okay, I tried X, Y, and Z straight to the help desk. I don't have time right. to waste. So don't yep. be embarrassed. 
just, you know, don't bash your client in that chat. <laughs> Correct. Because yeah. sometimes you want to know if it's you or who you are. So, you know, be honest. But anyway, I was kind of yeah. a little story. I totally relate to being the chat desk. Uh, yes. Person. Yes. Why not? <laughs> That's their job. Yeah. They are those unicorns. So we're going to let them do what they do best. That's yeah. Exactly what I mean, yeah. Pick their brain while they're at it. Yeah. So a couple of my biggest takeaways from you today was you got a lot of your clients just by talking to people and telling them what you do networking with your friends and just getting your foot in the door. And so many of you are stuck here, not stuck, but you're in this phase where you're trying to get that first client. I encourage you to reach out. Carrie wanted to help small churches, find your niche, find a a brick and mortar store in your town that you can help with. Find somebody who's a MLM online and help come up with some graphics for them. You're going to have to put yourself out there and you might get rejected. Have you been rejected by a client? Um, only a million times. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But look where it got her. She got her foot in the door doing what she loved on her own terms. And then she got to the golden ring client, which is the client that she's really happy working for. And I love that you have a mix. I'm like that too. I like yeah. having my, my golden ring client who is invested in her business and we can brainstorm. But I also like the clients where I can kind of turn my brain off a little bit, mm-hmm. like some things out, still feel good about it, right. but like less, less ownership, you know? Yes. Yes. Lather, rinse, repeat. You know, that's, those are those lather, rinse, repeat clients that you're like, oh, I've got this, you know, my house cleaning um, client, like I still work with her. And that's so easy because each month I really just make a copy of her folder, change out some images. People don't, I mean, she doesn't care. She just wants it to be active. People aren't going, well, I think they use that saying last month, you know what I mean? Or it and I change up some of the text and then we keep rolling. Like it just, it, it just makes it very simple. You know, look for people love looking at like, um, like odd days, like national chocolate cake day. You know what I mean? Like find those because everybody's like, well, why didn't my business talk about, and it sounds silly, but people engage in those kind of posts. So do a Google search for weird days in April. And, you know, and and when you start bringing those things to the table, your clients love it and they want to connect and they go, sure, take it. The more, I, I feel like the more I show them instead of waiting for them to tell me, yes. the more hands off, they're like, oh, she's got it. And yes. that's really what you want. And I have to say, I have seen that. I have seen some um, VAs jump in, try to work with a client and then just sit back and wait for it to be told what to do. And that is not going to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, I, I think like 95% of my clients just want me to take over. So if you don't know what to post on social media for them and they're not helping, but they hired you, just do it. Do it. Yeah. With your ideas. Reper- I mean, there's so many, that's like a whole nother podcast. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, you are going to have to take charge and then the rest will be history. For sure. So did you, you let go your small potatoes client, the one that. Yes. How did that go? Um, it was fine. I mean, I just, um, actually with, um, she was kind of struggling with, because of some of this being closed and that sort of thing. So it was kind of nice. It, it, I was like, Oh, here's my door. Here's my door. And I had to let other people, you know, at, early on when I had those couple and then I picked up one more and she was just like, I just couldn't get information. Like even just 
baseline information and and those sorts of things. You know, I, I send out a questionnaire. Tell me a little bit about your business and your biggest competitor and you know those and I couldn't ever get that back and I yeah. just finally said I don't think this is right for you right now and I will be here when you're ready I look forward to hearing from you yeah. it's very quick and, because I don't have time I, I I can't fight for you I can't fight for your business you have to do that so a lot of our VAs right now from the course are have some clients like this so this is super helpful yes amazing yes it, you know, they're, they're trying to figure it out. We're trying to figure it out. So if you can't, you know, it, it's not worth it. Don't keep burying yourself in their mess, you know, like and open up the door and, and look for somebody that will work with you and, and help you do your job best. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This has been so awesome. I feel like I'm asking you questions. I might think of one or two later and I might throw it in here and tag you because Perfect. Yeah, um, please do. I feel like I could go on for another hour. <laughs> I know. It's so much fun. I can't believe this has gone by so fast. Oh, I, mean, I know. Yeah. I just think, and I think that's what I love. I love, like I said, I love connecting with people and I love being able to support people doing what they want to do. Like, how can we do this? And and what in anything. So if you all are watching and want to connect, holler at me. I, I don't know what I'll be able to offer, but um, <laughs> I'll tell you what I think or give yeah. some advice or go, go you. And sometimes that's exactly what you need. So I'm happy it, to do that. It can be very lonely. Sometimes we just need, how do I deal with this client? What do we do? And that's what I'm really envisioning here. I see this network of us freelancers helping each other out. So now that you're booked or maybe mom and pop will come back to you and you're like, eh, I, I'm hoping you'll, you know, bring it to your net, our network and you'll help one of our other girls or men get work. And you're so Absolutely. encouraging inside the network that we all need that. We're all dealing with things that other people just can't understand. And it's, um, it feels so good to have a place where we can hang out like over in the crash course or over in the work group too. with just the people who, who get it. <laughs> yes. Yes. I feel like that's our water cooler, right? Like that's yeah. where we can all hang out because yeah. we're just all, you know, kind of, and especially now. So yeah, I think that's where, you know, we can connect and people need that. We still need that. I'd love to be in my office and quiet and work and then be done. But I also need those connections. And I think we all do, but you know, none of us are alone in this. We all yes. have to kind of push forward, which is awesome. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I can already see in this, I'm going to have some opportunities come up that, cause I'm not going to be able to do all of this just myself for long. And I've already told them like, Oh, I've already got people. You know, like, I, know, I know exactly our touch point to be able to come in and grab some people, which is yeah. such a blessing because I feel like yeah. that's just keep paying it forward. I love that. That's how, and that's how I really got started. I was, I had too much work. I'm like, yeah. she can do it. She can do it. Come over here. Help me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and now we have a pool of people who are at least aware of what's going on and can help. But that's yeah. awesome. I love it. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. Every time you text me about this client and I just... It's just like a goal. It's just, just like the dream place. You know, if, if I wasn't doing this right now and teaching people, I would be totally happy with my gold, my golden clients, Tracy. I just love her to death and she's finally making some money and I, um, hurt to step away from it. So I'm kind of like living vicariously. Through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. For yeah. sure. Emily, thank you so much for your time today. It is so, um, it just feels good. It feels good to put on, I put on a little makeup today. 
too. I know, right? Like first time in weeks. I took and a then- shower. Can you tell it? Stop my hair. Looking good. Looking good. But I just love it. And I can't wait to be able to do this again soon. Okay. I have on a real bra for you. Wow. I know. This is big day. Yes, it was. I yeah. I actually wore jeans. You might not believe me. I am what? not a pants. Oh, no. You're crazy. No, okay, that's too much. But that's I've worn them for like three days so they're stretched out so they don't. <laughs> so they feel really good. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Love it. Well, cheers. Thanks for being on. I had so much fun. We'll talk to you later. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Gosh, isn't Carrie amazing? I recently caught up with her and she just told me that she invested in a Facebook and Instagram ads training. So I teach my students that once they master social media, Facebook ads is the next level. Carrie already has a solid backing with her writing and marketing skills, and she's working with her Golden Ring clients and taking on projects here and there. So she set up Facebook ads before, but having a high-level course under her belt is going to build her arsenal. So watch out for Carrie. She really is going places. You can connect with her on social media. She's quite funny. I'll put all the links in the show notes. You'll also be able to find links to my quiz to help you determine the areas where you could work online. I also have a freebie for 10 of my most requested job tasks as a digital media virtual assistant. And this freebie is a download that will give you ideas on what services you could offer in your new digital media business. All these goodies are in the show notes, as well as a link to the Facebook group where you can listen to all of these interviews live the week they come out because they are all Facebook lives in what I call my anti-podcast before they come out as a podcast. So you can join us there every Thursday. I try to schedule an interview and you can ask questions live. So join me next week or we'll share more thoughts on outdated, overrated resumes. I'll see you around. ready to learn the digital marketing and social media skills that will get you hired online, head over to vacrashcourse.com where you can learn about my five-week program, the Digital Media VA Crash Course. Small business owners and solopreneurs want to hire someone who gets it and who can help them implement just about everything. They're looking for a magical assistant who does it all. With my comprehensive training, you can get your foot in the door and become a unicorn. Check out vacrashcourse.com. Carrie Peterson is one of my all-star. <laughs> um, I was, <laughs> was going to say something really sorry. Oh, I was 